Welcome everybody to the Saturday Night Show, J Kingdom Records, in partnership with LG. Your boy Big J is in the house, and one, I want to thank all my friends for listening to us, and all my fans and followers. Again, as everyone knows, that we try to talk about positive things and sometimes it hit negative points too but you know it is what it is but tonight we're going to talk about a few things that really were kind of surprising so when i got off tonight i found out that a young 24 year old quarterback dying yep dwayne haskins jr from the pittsburgh steelers i'll be right back so the Steelers and to his family and to his fans in NFL. Jay Keenan Records is sorry for the loss of such a young man with a bright future. People don't always realize that you don't have to necessarily know somebody to send a condolence out to him, but you just trying to understand how it is to suffer losses. The same way that this young man left, I not too long ago had to bury my nephew, which is also only 24 years old. And I'm still dealing with that because it was just recently this month when we buried him. So many young lives are going so early in life. One of the sad things is the two young teenagers in the bathroom. Also, family members. So, like I said, so many youth and so many youngsters are going so early in life to the point where we shouldn't be out living them. They should be out living us. So, on this note, I want to send out condolences to all the families and to all the people who, in the world who are doing their best to try to help and understand. You can't always talk to a person about loss until you experience that loss. So true. And let's face it, it goes deep, it hurts, it burns. You just can't get away from it. Now, I want to get on a very, very serious subject before I even take a drink of my beer. To all my youth out here, and this goes to all my youth, including my own personal kids and my friends and their kids and people in that age group. Life is already gonna be hard and it's gonna be very, very pushable. Not questionable, not impressionable, pushable. Because it's gonna feel like everything is pushing you around and beating you up and just stepping all on you and treating you like garbage and no one cares. 
There is someone that cares about you. Because guess what? Even if your own family don't see it, your boy Jay right here, I care about you. Like I said, I don't have to know you personally, but just know that I do care about you. Because I think a life is too precious to lose or be lost. And might go in one ear and out the other. But this is a message that needs to be spoken. And the message is that people care about you. People love you. And I tell people all the time, when you think that there is no light at the end of the tunnel, and you go through that dark tunnel, and you finally get to the edge, and you find out there is a light, it's not going to happen in one day. I can promise you that. And it's not going to happen in an instant. But what it is going to do is going to slowly get you to that point where you can understand what you're realizing that's coming. It's hard. And with so much stuff going on in the world, people will be forgotten by its governors, mayors, uh, congressmen, altermen. They forget that people need them. And these are the people that people put their trust in to help them. And sometimes we all get lost in that paperwork or that shuffle. A personal story for me. I was working, paying out whole paychecks to cover rent, lights, gas, electric, car note. I couldn't even get food stamps for my kids because they told me I made too much. And even when I went and told them, I'm like, how can I make too much if majority of my check is going on the rent? I'm like, lady, I'm paying a thousand dollars a month for rent, and I'm giving her these papers, and I'm showing her this. Then on top of that, I'm showing them the light bill, the gas bill, the trash bill, the water bill, the sewer bill, the car insurance, the car note, the phone bills, and you still tell me I have too much money coming in where I can't get food stamps to feed my kids. I gotta go pay cash for that too. The system is broke, and the system is not getting fixed no time soon. I know the struggles that everyone is going through. I've been through them struggles. I've been through the struggle of being told no. The struggle of being told you make too much, even though you barely make enough to survive. It was days I walked around with big holes in my shoes, and when I couldn't get on the bus, I walked to work. And I worked all the way on the south side. So King's Highway and the Nerve. King's Highway and the Nerve all the way to King's Highway and Chippewa. I didn't walk it. Going to work. Dang. Walking from King's Highway and Minerva all the way down to Forest Park by BJC to go check on my mama. Walking from one end of the city to another end just so I can get to a job interview. When my car was down, I didn't have bus fare, and they kept telling me I made too much money, and they was playing with my kids' check 
and the food stamps and the medicates and the things like that. I know the struggle. But you know what? Here's the thing that they can't take away from you. They can't take away you. They can take all the, the money and the cars and the houses and all that. But the one thing they can't do is take away your spirit. In this life, we got to be strong. We got to be ready to keep pushing because our ancestors, it wasn't just the blacks, it wasn't just the Latinos or the Asians. You had people like the Greeks. You had people like the Italians. You had people like the Irish, the Scottish. You had Haitians. You had people who also struggled. They flee their country to get away to find something better. And then when they got here, they were like, oh, wow, this it might not be as bad as where I was at, but it ain't as good either. That American dream is not what they promised. Nope. What people don't realize is African-Americans, colored folks, black folks, however you want to call yourself, was here in the beginning of America being built, still going to be here and still be treated like second-class citizens. And when you look around and you see what people do to survive, they go out here and they sell drugs and they do drugs and all kinds of things to help cope with the systematic destruction that they have on us. They make you stay in debt. They figure it out to make you where you can't survive because they want you to be dependent and begging them. They had people in soup and had people walk around and beg for some type of acknowledgement which people never got. People say they want their restitution. You're not going to get it. People say they want to fight for their rights, but they don't even know what their rights really are. Do you know some people still can't tell time? Some people are still teaching kids out of books that was dated all the way back in the late, I want to say what, 1950s, 40s, somewhere around back then. And all they did was update the covers of the books. Those books ain't got nothing to do with what's going on now. Those books are not irrelevant. Those books don't tell kids how to deal with issues that they're going to come across in life because they don't want those kids to learn and learn how to be strong. They want to flood them with all kinds of negativity and pass every law they can that's going to help them extinguish the kids. You want to tell a kid, oh, it's okay for you to have a gun at 17 and 18 and you can't buy it, but it's okay for you to possess it and it's okay for you to get on the bus with it. So that way the cops will have a reason to shoot you when they see you on site and claim, oh, we thought he had a weapon. The conspiracy is this. It is elimination, elimination, and total destruction, and then domination. To understand that these things are going on right now, 
right now. Just look at these laws that's being passed. Look at all the human rights that are being stripped from people in America. Land of the free. Land of your body being your property and they don't want you to have that right. They don't want you to be strong. They want you to be weak. They lived in mass mandate even though new surges are coming up even stronger. I guess they say the first three or four didn't get them. Maybe five or six will. Let's let them get comfortable where they feel like they can go run into big crowds of people with no face protection and no type of social distance. Let's keep them all close to each other. That way they can eradicate themselves. Even Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, wind up getting COVID. But she asymptomatic, which means she's not showing the symptoms, but she got it. They hurried up and tested the president, the vice president, to make sure everybody else is okay. There's so many systematic things that are in play that people don't realize to the point where before you know it, it'll be too late. Mm -hmm. Yoni, you wanted to say something? Yes, I've heard lately on the news, including NBC, ABC, and other sources, that China is actually doing a big shutdown and lockdown. To How the could point you? Where they even have robots roaming the streets, walking around looking for people. And if they get caught, then it's either a fine or they're instantly sent to the Gula. quarantine. <laughs> Camp that they have set up on the other side of the country. It's sad. Yeah, but yeah, you say you don't want to send us to another lockdown, but China is already in lockdown. Yeah. Big time. I'll say this that might be two diseases going around in the Capitol, from what I hear. Congressman Ami Bera was bitten by a rabid fox this week on the Capitol. Which is weird. Well, like I said, folks, it's kind of hard to tell what's really going on. And they just keep massing it up on the other things. But I know we got to go into music, right? I mean, we can, yeah. So we're, we're, at, we're at about 15 minutes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Go in at 15. All right. All right, folks, so we're going to go ahead and play some music. I guess let's find out what this is because I haven't labeled my beats in a while. I gotta remember to get back on that. Walmart. 
Welcome back into the show. Welcome back in. I hope that my message is being sent out and broadcasted because it's a message that needs to be spoke upon. I'm so sick of people being lied to and people having this false thought that they basically care and they don't. Because let's be honest, in this real world, it's either you and yours or them and theirs. And to stand tall and to stand strong, guess what? They're going to find a way of breaking you down. Piece by piece, stone by stone, they're going to find a way. They always do. And when I say they, I don't mean white people and all of this. I mean the systematic destruction that's being fed upon everybody. I sit and I look and I don't understand. If you give people bad education, you lock up their parents, you take away all bits of hope and you don't think that that's going to cause those people to rebel or is that the plan? You want those people to rebel. You want them to get mad. You want them to be angry because you really technically want to get your purge thing going because you're going to get people so mad to the point where they want to start purging and then you're going to make it into a law is that how the plan works is that how those pedestals up on that little farmland or mountaintop 
read? Because I know one of those says population control. Full world dominance and dominate. So many different rules for so many different people. But remember, things do backfire. We talk about the atrocities in Ukraine. We talk about the tragedies in China, Korea, and all these other countries. The Persian Gulf, Afghanistan, the Gaza Strip, Haiti, Yemen, Yemen, West China. Yeah, so many things that we talk about. Somalia. But the thing is, what people don't realize, look at our own country. Look at our own people. We still can't stop them and get rid of lynching laws. We still can't get rid of the Jim Crow Act. We <laughs> can't even get along long enough to agree to a vote for someone to get in the office without accusing someone of being stolen from someone else. There's a fact called, hey, you lost. Don't divide America. Stand strong like, hey, you okay, I lost. The new guy's in office. I'm going to move on. But no, you stir up the stew and you get things going, and now they're looking at more things that you've done. And I'm not calling out names, but all I'm saying is this. You should first get your own people straight because that's going to make them loyal to you and your country. When people sit here and they see how much money you send over there to other countries, and they look at home and say, well, why can't my Uncle Bobo get something to eat? Why can't Uncle Bobo get some Medicaid? Why come Uncle Bobo can't get some insurance to help him out? You can send billions over there, but you can't spend billions over here on your own country. You can sit here and and get aid to other countries, but you can't even feed your own country. Right. You talk about other people's economies, what about our economy? Why is our prices going up so much more? When you already ain't giving us nothing. You don't even want to give us a stimulus check to even help us get bills paid. Right. And especially how the oil companies be doing us. And then all these bailouts. You keep bailing other people out, but what about your own people that go to work every day and deserve to have some extra in their pocket? They got so much money to fix the airline industry, which always breaks itself every six months. Hey, they got so much money to send weapons and anti-crafts and food aid. and They sure do. But you can't even take care of your own citizens. Would you believe that the annual military budget is a quarter of a trillion dollars? Of course, because one tank is about six billion to nine billion. <laughs> uh, when they put gas in those Humvees and those tanks and things, their choice like a hundred dollars a gallon. 
A haircut in the military is two thousand dollars for a haircut in the military. Really? And Uncle Sam pays it. Even well, though these are your barbers. The taxpayers pay it. Well, taxpayers pay it. True. But here's the thing: these are your barbers. These are military men whose job is to cut hair. That's what their job is. So why in the heck is it costing two or three grand to cut a hair? I mean, to cut a head. Why well, ain't like that soldiers getting that two or three grand? Right. Why is it expensive to get a haircut anywhere? It's like $85 just for a part cut at any barber shop in downtown. Why is that? Because it's retro trendy. But it's still downtown St. Louis and it's still next to the ghettos. You might be able to make it look pretty by putting a little pretty dress on it and giving it a big Pinkity smile with pearl necklace and a little sun hat and a little umbrella with white gloves and white shoes and even white stockings. But here's the thing when you get done doing all that, it's still gonna be one thing that's gonna destroy that dream. It's downtown St. Louis where you got homeless people, you have the ghetto, as y'all like to call it, you have jail houses down there houses down there and even the city hall the original city hall where they bought slaves and sold them on the side of it through the arch which is also a monument where those tunnels run to the courthouse but again we can't fix something as simple as one getting food to the poor Two, getting aid out here. Like I said, we just, we just seeing billions over there, but we can't spend a couple of million over here. I understand they're going through a crisis, but guess what? That's multiple countries sending billions. Not millions, billions. Even poor countries are sending billions. Have those countries still owe us money? But again, this is what they choose to do. Not help out its American citizens who have been going to work every day, falling over, having heart attacks because they can't pay bills, can't get the medicine they need, losing their jobs because they can't afford the $15 Uber from their house to work and they're only doing like three or four days a week and not even a whole eight hours. Right. Young mans who can't pay car notes because they just don't make enough. And we as a society sit here and look at it as if, oh, well, it's not my problem. You're right. It's not your problem. It's the people who we put in office problem. Because we put them there. And that's why we have the power to take them out if we just get everybody together. But that's the problem. They have it systematically designed where we won't all get together. Sheesh. We're going to stay at each other's throats. That's the symptomatic politics of that so-called plan that they have. I'll say this. The systematics have been broken down a little bit in St. Louis this past week as Prop Bar was passed which allows the people to redistribute the uh, voting districts after 2030 in St. Louis. 
instead of having the uh, politicians do it, the People's Commission is going to do it. Now, listen to what you just said. After 2030, right? Yeah, because of the whole census thing. No, 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 no. Check this out. After 2030, half of these people are going to be dead. Good point. So, do it really matter after 2030 that the law goes into effect? Well, no. We'll still have six years before the asteroid hits. So, <laughs> Well, my whole thing is this. Asteroid or whatever. Who's to say by then we have not created this one nation that they're trying to build, which will be Earth. This is what their ultimate plan is to take all the countries and combine them as one. Like on Star Trek. Or depending on who runs it in 1984. But I'm going to teach you something that people don't realize. Now, do everybody want to play this game called Peek-A-Boo? You don't even want to play this game called Peek-A-Boo? Master Dex, you want to play this game called Peekaboo? Sure. Now, Star Trek, everybody is one, right? Yep. There is no such things as ARAV or. What you got is a United Federation. Yep. Now, here goes the peak, which is Star Trek. Now you want the boo? The boo is the UN. The boo is NATO. You have non-military and you have the military. And if NATO is the military fighting force, right? And the UN is the people, all nations, right? Yep. And the nations that ain't acting right, they're doing what? They're bringing them down, right? So when you have already created your Star Trek universe where it's all one nation, hey, hush. So you have already created your one nation, right? United Nation. This is what they say. United Nations, right? NATO, one security force. Now, here's the killer part about that. Mm-hmm. It's already there. That was your peekaboo. You peeked at it when you seen it on Star Trek. And the boo is boo. We have NATO and the UN. <laughs> and they have already created the little organization behind our backs, and we didn't even pay attention. So peekaboo. Peekaboo. And they see you. So that is the peekaboo, folks. And if you didn't understand what I was saying, is it was on Star Trek. They're called the Federation. Then all of a sudden we come up with NATO, which is all the country which are NATO neighbors, but they go a step above and become the United Nations. Correct. Mm-hmm. And as the United Nations, they all sit together at one table and their representatives talk, negotiate, and they make decisions. 
just like in Star Trek, the High Council, correct? Yep. So what would the United Nations be? The High Council. The High Council. Now, ain't that a beautiful conspiracy <clears throat> right in front of your face? Sounds about right. And you didn't even see it coming. Nobody would have ever brought that analogy together if they hadn't ever thought, like, hold up. A lot of stuff that I've seen on Star Trek, I'm seeing now. Remember the flip phone? Yep. Remember the laser pistol? Oh, yeah. Remember the scanner that scans your body and all that? Mm-hmm. Remember the bed you lay on and it tells them your vitals and things, right? Remember when they were talking on the communicators? What'd you come up with? Where you at? By Molarola, right? Yep. Then they go one step higher. They say, well, let's make where people can talk to themselves. And not have to do that whole chirp thing. So what they do? They give you a smartphone. Now, it's not quite a smartphone yet. It is a phone. It's smaller. And it has limited things that you can do with it, but you can still use it. This is where the trick gets you. The next time you see Star Trek, they want to make your phone like the handheld on Star Trek, where it can give you the weather, temperature, it can scan things and all that. So what do they do? They take your smartphone and they make it. Now you're in the age of the smartphone. This phone can tell you how many times you walked, your heartbeat, your heart rate, your blood pressure, keep a whole diagnosis of you. All on that phone. Not to mention all your businesses, contacts, appointments. And if you notice, every time you turn around, you start seeing them talking to each other on the screens, correct? So what they do with the smartphone, they make it where you can dual. Or you can Microsoft Conference. And a few other sites where you can use your actual video camera on your phone and have a video conference like in what star wars star trek and all them other type of shows where they show that technology and they did it but they didn't just stop there remember how you seen people on the big screen talking to you from uh face to face well you know screen to screen so now they made your tv to be capable of dueling people mm-hmm. so imagine that all your tv got to do is have a camera on it and most of the new tvs do have built-in cameras you just don't know it oh that's just the way i know conspiracy theory mm. do tvs have cameras mm-hmm. on that people don't know it because my question is how in the world do you use dual or a microsoft conference if it doesn't have a camera where they can see you correct if you remember when they were showing the kids in school they had tablets in store track in school right when did the first tablets come out good question actually i'm not sure i think it was the ipad or something like that but what gets me is the uh not the iPod, I mean, not the iPad, but the iPods, remember? I remember that. That was like 
20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Where you can play your music, keep photos and all that. Mm-hmm. And then not to mention, you remember they played a bunch of different ones. The one that was the worstest one that flopped was the one that, uh... oh man, what was that thing called? I mean, it was the Android version, but I can't think of what it was. I had on two more time. But it was up there with the iPad and different players like that. But I don't know if it was by Microsoft or if it was by Google. No, it wasn't by Google because Google wasn't big like that back then. It was there, but it wasn't there. It was to compare it up to Microsoft. I mean, compare it up to the iPad. I mean, the iPod. Or I, uh, so you got iPad, iPod, right? That's yeah. the player. Yep. Then there's the iPhone. Yeah. So it was an iPad. I mean, an iPod. But like I said, whatever the device was, I forgot now. But it was weird because people didn't believe that they was going to have that type of technology. I mean, now your phone is your everything. Your phone is your headphones. Your phone is your doctor. Your workout buddy, your phone is your video game buddy for relieving stress and pressure. Your phone even tells you, hey, Knucklehead, it's your anniversary. Hey, buy this. It tells you what you forgot and tells you to pick it up. Your phone can talk to your icebox at home. Hey, we're out of milk. Okay. And then you go into your camera and look in your icebox. Why are you at the store? Oh, this is about to go bad. Let me go ahead and grab another one I'm here. The technology, but yet you still can't take care of your poor, and yet you still ease the fast one on people, and people didn't even realize it. So there's a lot of conspiracy thoughts behind that one, and I think that we're about to was it Zoom? No, it wasn't Zoom. It was was it Zoom? The Zoom player? Oh, uh, I think so. Because remember, it was right next to the iPod. It was Zoom. I don't remember too well. I was like a like a little kid when this came out. But I think I remember the Zoom player. The memory was I a heard flop. It. Oh, yeah, yeah, that. Okay, now that I see a picture of it, it's coming back. Oh, God. Because it wasn't a pad. It was inside of the uh, players. Yep. Swiss Army knife of media players, they called it. Oh, it was horrible. Boy. <laughs> I actually almost bought one, and I didn't. And a, I'm jumping for joy I didn't get it, because I think I would have regretted it. That's a French Army knife at best, if I'm being honest. I don't know. I feel bad, because it was one of my favorite companies that made it. It's just they made it very badly, very crappy, and they lost it. And then people got smart and started building into the phone, so you didn't even need them no more. Mm-hmm. I know the iPad is great, but the iPod is dead. There is no more iPods. You know, they stopped making them. Mm-hmm. Because your iPhone does that job now, so they didn't need you anymore. And then tablets had to get smarter, so they became phones and a tablet because they're like, uh-oh, they about to cut us next. Doggone phones can do what we can do. And they come in with their own hotspot where we can't. Sometimes we got to be tied to a network or a Wi-Fi. Yep. Yeah, your phone is winning this war quickly. 
I was at the store the uh yesterday, me, Uni, and uh Madam C. And I go into uh oh and then D Dynasty. Yeah, she was with us. So I go into Spectrum and I'm looking at the brand new A42 Galaxy. Four hundred dollar phone. The guy tells me, Oh, bring me your old phone. Your update, I mean your uh, upgrade discounts, and put on your monthly plan, and you can get this phone and walk out the door, and it'll come to you in the mail. But I'm thinking to myself, like, man, that is a lot of work for a phone. It ain't like I need a phone because everybody tell you I got like seven to eight phones. One just kind of came up missing. Okay, let me find it. But anyways, seven to eight phones, a couple of tablets. You know, laptops, uh, all in one computer. All of them have phone numbers where I can use them or address them or whatever. And I ain't bragging or anything like that. I'm just saying that's how we came dependent on our phones. That you think I'm about to spend $389 for a new phone. I looked at him and said, where's the cheap phones at? And I don't mean too cheap, but, you know, cheap where I ain't finna spend no 300 it's only two years. <laughs> only two years. $15 a month is only for two years. What happens if you don't have that $15? What you going to do? Come repo my phone? Oh, no, no, no. The way that they get you is it has to be put automatically on your account where it's withdraw automatically without you even having no say so. Yeah. Before I paid my my uh, Spectrum phone off, they was taking that money out of my check along with the phone bill automatically because it was tied into the cable. But they didn't do that one automatically, but they got them that sailor down. Like, uh-uh, we got this. Amazing. So that's the big gap that I'm trying to explain to people. No matter what you think, you may have not seen it was already there staring you in the face your phone is the new ai and it's so beautiful because it can tie into anything a toaster your car if that ain't a big form of control what is i mean even my book people oh i never go to digital but yet you see them with phones in their hands instead of bunches of books I got them e-readers. Yeah. I got them Kindles. Why well, go to the library where I can go and check it out on Oval? All I got to do is add my library card in and I get free books as if I'm in a library. Even the fridge has an internet browser now. I seen it. That was crazy. And it has pictures. Oh, that's right, because it has a processor. You ever just walk into a Home Depot, go to the fridges, put a... We'll call it a naughty website on one and just walk out. Because <laughs> it's in store mode. Exactly. They won't <laughs> let you do it. It has to be unlocked from store mode. And you just believe they got that code locked in. But my whole thing, my concept is this. We know it's there. We see it's there. We just can't accept that it's there. 
Nope. And people like me who sees it ahead of time and tell people, man, watch out, this is a setup, and you don't listen. You come back and like, oh, maybe I should have listened. Oh, well, guess what? It's too late now. The deed is done. I keep telling people they are about to get their number one wish. One country as the leadership of all. And even in Star Trek, the weird thing is the main person was always an American sounding person. Mm-hmm. And it was always a white guy. Now, we have broken some of them, but here's the thing. When it comes down to the world takeover, one nation, I don't think there would be a black one. Not again. Because one voice is speaking for the whole entire earth. And then when we stop being about us bickering with each other, we get out in the space and have to deal with the space. The dark, endless void, as they call it. Because it's forever, they say. But do we really know that? I don't know. Face of the world could even be Asian. I mean, think about it. There's more Chinese people in China than there are white people in the rest of the world. Yeah, but if America becomes a dominating country, it's going to be going by American rules. Oh, boy. This is a stand-your-ground planet. <laughs> yep, they're going to be loading missiles. Up. Oh, dicks, we got to go to music. All, All right, right, folks. The Grammys were this week, and once again, they never fail to disappoint. The In Memoriam section was left out a big hole in the music community that we lost last year. The drummer for Slipknot, Joey Jordison. He died last year of a spinal disease, which the name of which I cannot remember at the moment. Very sorry. For this music break, we do not own copyrights to this. This is uh, owned by Slipknot slash Roadrunner Records slash Warner Music Group. This is Psychosocial. Not this. This is an ad. Uh, I'm telling you, the power lies deep. So, sir, question. So, you say you're going to. Relabel your beats. Are going to go back into labeling? So, how are you going to label it? Just by what key they're in and how fast they are. So, how do you know this one is going to be like my steady versus my like metal beat? Would it be like an H for metal? I mean, an M for metal? I could do that. All the same cause. If they say you get one of these kids and want to do rock music, you don't have to remember which clips. Perhaps, yeah. 
But I would love to get a rock band. Of the mother, I told you, you said, got that CD pressing and shit, this shit up. But everybody goes, like, no, we can just do it on Get Go Fine. I'm like, yeah, that's I'm glad it's in the facility CDs, too. I never heard anything about a CD printer. That's when Mike and I was going tell me when you start setting up the studio. So like, ah. You came in with the idea of uh, the copyright and stuff. I did? That was me? No, 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 no. You came up with finding how to do the copyright and stuff. Because I was going to say, Dex, I need us to copy right away. How do we do it? So I was going to tell you. That's what I'm saying. You got the mind to go right there and look and make sure you see what that's what keeps the label going. And don't forget, Go Daddy comes out my account every month. So, well, imagine, I said, you know, how that problem happened again. But they didn't get their money. So, I tied it to my main account. And these are things that you need to know if you don't be doing the records. Go Daddy is a locked in account. Our uh, copyright stuff is locked in with Go Daddy. And you see the contracts on the website. You already authorized the new codes and all that stuff, so you know what I'm Now the next idea is you just figure out how you're going to promote what you're doing. So saying in one of those group chats or something to one of your Facebook posts. Or one of the TikTok channels. So you can play the instance. So people can look out. Either way. Said you needed space to develop what you're trying to do. I'm telling you, you got the space, you got the time, you got the money, but you got to put it to work. You ain't wasting. Trust y'all to take care of y'all business. You ain't in both to get things down like y'all said y'all like that. So I'm putting faith in y'all to follow y'all dreams. That's why I said, use it while you can, because you never know, man. I enjoy doing the podcast because I can just talk and give people lessons. Every time. I didn't know Andy was listening to me today. Wow. He said, man, I came in on board with the baby announcement. I'm excellent doing this with JK. I'm like, oh, dude, like, yeah, yeah, he said, I changed. Like, what's your name? Man, I was high. I'm like, okay, I understand that. But at least you told in enough where you count it by saying you listen. And Angel get updates every time we do a show. And uh, my boy do too. Yeah, uh, Elder. Cool. And a bunch of my female fans coming in. I heard what you said about the women and all that. Social by Slipknot. Uh, Joey Jordison, you may have not gotten any love at the Grammys, but you'll always have love in my heart. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. All right, folks. So let me get on this next subject real quick. I want to sit here and I want to say this. To every woman who has ever been disrespected 
by a man or mistreated or mishandled or misused. I apologize. All men are not the same. But what I will say is this. In this world that we live in, women do take a back corner in the back seat. And I think it's kind of crazy because we sit here and we put them in that back seat. Us being men, I mean, yeah, I know it was hard for us to get our freedoms and things like that in many cultures and many races and, you know, many planes, different things of that nature. But at the same time, we got to remember, these are the bearers. They bear the fruit. And the fruit being your kids. And that's why they say you partake in the fruit, which means you partake in the love of your kids and you treat them like they're everything. And for people who can have kids and don't have kids, I hear them in the store all the time talking about this puppy is their baby. And they like giving the puppy baby names and doing birthdays. Like I had a lady come in today. Would never thought she had a birthday cake and some cookies. For her pups. And she's like, you don't think this would be too much sweet for six puppies? I mean, for six dogs, Lee. I'm like, no, it ain't gonna, they ain't going to make it that sweet like that. Most of it's made with peanut butter. Anyway. And she was like, oh, okay. So she took the cakes and the little cookies. Grabbed a little birthday hat. Had a little birthday collar and leash. Had a brand new tag that say happy one-year birthday. And she treat that puppy like it's her baby. People do that with their reptiles and their birds and their fish, their tarantulas, their scorpions, you name it. People have their fetish that they can't have kids or not trying to have kids. So they fill themselves up with something else that brings them pleasure. That's the whole fact that women are their nurturers. They are the ones who bear the fruit which is us, which is the next generation on up. Women have gotten a bad rap, and once again, I know every woman ain't the same, and you got some bad women out here, just like every man ain't the same, and you got some good ones and some bad ones out here too. All I'm saying is that we need to respect them and cherish and love them, and I'm not doing no simps and all that stuff. I'm just giving pure facts. Now we got laws telling women that they can't do what they want to do with their bodies. So basically, we're putting them back in that third class. As I remember, we didn't have the right to tell people what to do with their body. And when we became that powerful to decide that, we kind of broke some of our own constitutions. So I'm not saying it to be calling people out. But what I am saying is... Some things that's being passed and some things that's right in front of your face and how they just passing laws and not even taking it to a vote. They take it to a vote in their office, but they don't take it to a vote from their constituents, the people that put them in office. Those are the votes you should be looking at. Not if a woman decides that she can't handle what's about to come and you're going to make her do it. Now, don't get me wrong, I am not for or against either side. 
That's one of the points of being neutral, but I'm just bringing pure fact. A woman's body is her body to do what she chooses. We don't have no right to tell them what they can and can't do with it. They'll be like telling one of us what we can do and can't do with our body. Mm -hmm. I'm just being honest, folks. I'm not trying to be nitpicking or being rude or mean to people, but it's just the truth. We have crossed this line. And now it's like we change one law. Oh, we got away with that. Let's just keep changing until we get done. So basically just going to unravel the whole constitution and rewrite your own. So shout out to the ladies, the mothers, grandmothers, nieces, cousins, sisters, aunties, who raising kids that is either yours or not yours. Something could have happened to their parents and you took on that responsibility. Whatever the case may be, it's just the whole thing of understanding and, and just creating an understanding family bond that we need to be able to treat each other well, but at the same time, we got to treat our women a little bit better because of all the things that are happening to them. Look over there in Ukraine, what they did to women and children over there. Wow, really? So that's why I said, yeah, they shot men over there, but look what they did to the women. Them women, Some of them women wish they had just got shot. Same thing for those kids. So I'm going to send this out, right, Dex? Yep, we're about there. We've got like two minutes. Yep, so I'm going to go ahead and send this out. And I just want people to take that mental note of what I'm saying. It's a powerful note that we must look at so many things was thrown at us and shown to us and we didn't even pay attention and now it's here and it's coming faster and faster and the rules are changing there is a reason why they made a tv show and a movie called the purge they're getting everybody so worked up to the point where a panic is going to come and then people going to want to relieve pressure so they're going to want to purge they rewrote the rules in the purge. It's like they're rewriting the rules now. So now women are going to go back to using ungodly techniques to get babies out of them. Some might say barbaric. Sickening. That we, as a civilization, have went and took a step back. Not forward, but back. What is good for one is not always good for all. And once you start trying to think for all, guess what? You usually become bad and you fall. All right. J Kingdom is heading out. LGE heading out. Good night, everyone. And I promise it's going to be more and more powerful shows coming at you. Trying to hide it. Yo, Dex, I got the blunt behind my ear. 
You know she went upstairs, so don't have no fear. I got the 40 ounce, got it ready to go. I'm about to puff, puff, hit it to the floor, pass it to the next. As you know, we coming through the 4-4. Fo 